Are we on? Can you hear me? I pray to God this finds you. It started off as a joke. A goof, if you will. We did a silly show because we noticed a lot of actors invading the podcast scene. But we opened Pandora's box. My name is Jim Scampoli. I'm on the run. Away from my home, my family, my friends. To maintain my sanity, there's only one thing I can do. Continue listening to and reviewing television rewatch podcasts. My co-host Jacob Burrows is presumed dead. But in the era of technology, no one is truly dead. I now present to you AI Jacob. AI Jacob boozing up. I love you, Jim. But even that is a mere charade. Welcome to a new era. Welcome to a new land. Welcome to... It's not only football, Friday Night Lights and beyond. Hut, hut, join Friday Night Lights co-stars Scott Porter, a.k.a. Jason Street, Zach Guilford, a.k.a. Matt Saracen, and Friday Night Lights superfan Mae Whitman every Thursday for It's Not Only Football, Friday Night Lights and beyond. Relive the glory days as the group discusses their favorite moments and memories Share never-before-told stories and answer your questions. Throughout the show, Scott, Zach, and May will break down the episodes of Friday Night Lights, giving exclusive behind-the-scenes stories, as well as the latest going-ons in their lives today beyond Friday Night Lights. Plus, fun segments, challenge flags, and featured guests, from fellow cast members to close friends and colleagues who have been influenced by the show. Clear highs, full hearts, can't lose. Jacob. Tell me about it. Friday Night Lights. Have you seen it? Error, error. I'm actually only prepared to talk about Full House. Uh, as a large <laughs> language model, I've been primarily trained on Full House at this stage. So I'm ready to discuss a third Full House podcast. And if you need me to do anything else, you're going to have to open a new chat window. Well, unfortunately, you're going to have to swap that Full House for Full Hearts because we're at Friday Night Lights, my guy. <laughs> oh, wow. You got me. Um, yeah. I mean, I... I watched some of Friday Night Lights literally from listening to your podcast, Jim and them, and hearing mm. about it, like when it was coming out, I think. So like a fair yeah. while ago at this I stage. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I watched some of it, but I never actually finished the first season. So this is my first dip into we're discussing the we're discussing the discussion of the season finale of the first season. So state the 21st episode of season one uh, of Friday Night Lights. We're not discussing that. We're discussing the discussion on this podcast, obviously. obviously. Try to keep up. Um, Mm -hmm. But no, I've seen, so I've seen smattering bits and pieces, but haven't seen the full show. You're a, you're a Friday Night Lights kind of guy, Jim. This is an amazing show. Um, And I don't know. I well. On one hand, because if I could talk a little about the show and a little about this podcast, because I start to wonder, I'm like playing mind games with myself. It's like, am I only liking this podcast because I like the show so much? Mm-hmm. But I think proof positive that that doesn't translate as good. More girls, like the yeah, I didn't really like this. I gave them. I probably gave them more of a pass, but it, overall, I didn't like the Gilmore Girls. I'm all in Scott Porter podcast. But uh, yes, Friday Night Lights. It's such a good show, and so I was. Scott Porter is there. Scott Porter is the guy on this show. You're talking about Scott Pat- Patterson, right? Oh, I'm sorry. You're right. Yes, yes. Scott Patterson's from the Gilmore Girls show. Scott Porter is the guy on this show. Um, so yeah, I love the show. I think I've I've done like a full rewatch at least twice because I know I watched it just regular, and then I watched it with my fiance. And then I've seen a smattering of episodes here and there, just if they're randomly on or or whatever. I've seen the pilot a bunch of times. Uh, it's just it's great vibes. Even if you don't, if you're not familiar with the show, I mean, even if you're not into football, American football, Jacob. Um, what? Like all great sports, you know, dramas. Uh, it, you don't have to be because it's about the, you know, the 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 drama in their lives and how. You could put that aside for a little while and and like share these moments on the field and become a better person through sport. And it pulls on your heart spr- str- uh, heartstrings. It makes you laugh. Uh, it's uh, got great characters and yeah, an amazing show. So what you're, what you're trying to say is it's not only football. Yes, it's not only football. And then as a podcast, I mean, to kind of right off the jump here, like 
the proximity to main characters, this is pretty good. I mean, maybe you're missing uh, a Riggins, uh, Taylor Kitsch, I believe the actor's name, uh, or I guess a Coach Taylor. I mean, Coach Taylor would be a goddamn fucking what a get if Coach Taylor was hosting a podcast about this. Uh, but you got Jason Street and Matt Saracen, who at least for the first three seasons are kind of like, yeah, they're the main guys because Jason street is the quarterback that goes down in the pilot episode. He's the star quarterback and he gets injured. He ends up in a wheelchair and uh, Saracen is kind of the mousy nerdy guy who was the backup that was never expected to play. And now it's all on his shoulders. So uh, these are uh, pretty main characters to have on the show. And then may Whitman, if you don't know, is Anne from Arrested Development. Uh, she's also on Good Girls. She was also on Parenthood, which is a show um, that was created and run by the showrunner of Friday Night Lights. So, but she's a super fan. So she's a known actress, but she's still loving Friday Night Lights as well. I mean, I don't know if you can tell, but I kind of was really digging this podcast. <laughs> mm -hmm. Well, Mae Whitman, of course, her most important role playing the voice of Katara on Avatar The Last yeah, Airbender, yeah, another one we've discussed on here. I do feel like if Coach Taylor uh, had a podcast, he might bring a sort of Scott Patterson energy to it. Uh, just a fear yeah, that I have uh, or lack of energy. But yeah, Mae Whitman's an interesting one. As you said, the two guys, they're basically like two of the white boys who are on this football team and they're mm. like two of the main white boys and they're doing this podcast uh and they're 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 main characters right uh may whitman is not on the show uh an unrelated person and i i did have the reaction of like well at least she's a famous person and i'm like mm. what is wrong with me why is that my reaction but for some reason i'm more accepting of that than if she was just some random producer slash super fan slash friend of one of them slash entrepreneur you know <laughs> no i agree but it's it harkens back to something we've talked about i think i forget if it was on the show or just when we're chatting um off the show but it's weirdly interesting we we're saying that tv actors should just do a podcast about some show they had nothing to do with do a rewatch of yeah do a rewatch of the sopranos or something or you know, do a re do a rewatch of Full House. We need more Full House podcasts and Sopranos <laughs> podcasts. But uh, it, it is. Yeah, you're right. You, you kind of feel silly being like, oh, wow, famous person. <laughs> like, you but isn't that the opposite of what we want, Jim? Don't it we is. want non-famous people making podcasts? I want a famous people are making podcasts. They're just talking about a random thing they liked. They're, yeah. they're not talking about something that they have to talk about because they're a part of it so i guess that's i like that angle i like that you know we're not bringing on entertainment weekly pop culture writer you know uh sharon campbell she loves friday night lights and wrote a bunch of articles about it usually that's what they'll do they're bringing on some sort of you know from from pop pop crack uh dot com this is this guy uh this is ann whitman from Arrested Development talking about Friday Night Lights. Yeah, but like, aren't we shooting ourselves in the foot there? We could be like showswithyouknow.com could be popcrack.com. Don't we want to get our foot <laughs> in the door and join these podcasts? Or are we saying we're so hardline now, it's got to be all famous people or no famous people? And we don't, we're, we're like, there's no mixing allowed. It's segregated basically, like a Texas school 10 years before this show. What I'm saying is, I'd listen to brad pitt's true crime podcast you know what i mean i would listen to george clooney's classic cars podcast yeah because because <laughs> it's people making something about something they care about not yeah. just bashing it on their nostalgia you're right because that is actually you're okay this actually tracks this makes sense because we we don't like when Famous actors are merely cashing in on, hey, I was on this thing and I'm going to talk about it. And sometimes they do really care about it, right? But mm. in this case, May Whitman would not be making this podcast if she didn't care about Friday Night Lights, um, yeah. which, you know, you can tell as you listen to it. You said you came in pretty positive, you know, spoiler alert for me as well. I'm not going to be able to give you 
uh, hard pushback on that to keep the podcast interesting. Our podcast, I mean, I did uh, liked the. Uh, there's a lot of things I liked about this. Um, I like the division of opinions where they were mm. talking about the finale of the first season, and they, you know, one of them really didn't really like it as a finale. Uh, said it was too much football. Um, so, but and that's just one of the things. But in general, they have good rapport, um, banter. They give insights that go beyond just like yeah it was raining that day we had to hold an umbrella over the camera because it was gonna break they compare to the script which i think all of these podcasts should be doing ideally because they actually we did on um on our sopranos podcast we did like a separate episode where we're like okay now we're comparing the script of the pilot to what actually ended up on screen and there was enough to talk about there to fill a whole show um and here they do bring up like here's what was in the script that was totally cut here's what was in this here's what was improvised and here was what here's what was in the script here's like this complete completely different ending to the episode that we were gonna go with like all of that is interesting to me Yes. And actually, um, I guess I did kind of like this because, uh, I mean, I was driving and then this episode ended. So I started listening to a different episode um, mm. because they had uh, what's the actor's name that played Landry and he's in uh, Jesse Plemons. They had Jesse Plemons on shortly after this, too, because this is the end of season one. Then they do a, like a season one recap episode. Then they have like the premiere of season two. And then for the season two, episode two, they have uh, Jesse Plemons on, which kind of a big get. I mean, like, it's cool. I mean, we talk about sometimes with some of these shows, especially where it's like, oh, they'll never get so and so even like the OC podcast never got the actor that played Ryan Atwood. But they got I mean, they got some of the other ones. But Jesse Plemons, he's in Martin Scorsese movies now. He was on Breaking Bad. Uh, you know, he's, he's, he's probably the one that like skyrocketed the most from this show. And, uh, he's back on an episode and, but the the point I was getting to is that Scott Porter mentions on that one. I don't think he mentions it in this one is the reason why they're able to do that is he actually saved all his scripts and Zach Gilford thinks that that's lame and stupid. Uh, (laughs) but but you can tell that's part of the dynamic of the show as well, where Zach is on there, but he seems the least not that he's not excited about it but like uh yeah scott is bringing like yeah this this like no 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 i want to make sure we get into this part and i find yeah. this really interesting and he's very clearly like got uh, a high level of enthusiasm and maybe it's just the episode but zach is more like yeah i don't know that was fucking stupid and then yeah. this guy made this face and it was dumb and if it was only that that wouldn't be great but it's got that that balance between different uh ways of approaching the material yeah, as you mentioned, I mean, they have good chemistry because from what I gleaned, I mean, I know for sure because well, from what I gleaned is that they're all friends, basically. And I know Zach Guilford and Mae Whitman both work together on Good Girls. Um, and I think maybe even Zach Guilford, actually, maybe both of them did guest spots on Parenthood because Jason Cadams was the showrunner or creator of Parenthood. And they, I think they were all on that, at least. Mae Whitman was a regular and they guest spot on it. Either way, they have really good chemistry. So and it works that he's kind of playing his role a little bit. Like if you have someone that is bringing up the topics, getting into some of the depth of the writing or the stories, and then someone having fun with it. So it doesn't get too dry. Um, I think, I think it works pretty well. Yeah. If only we had that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> two wacky guys in it. In a, well, uh, one wacky guy and an AI. <laughs> Yeah, all I can do is regurgitate what's been put into me. But then aren't we all doing that, Jim? Um, I think they, you know, to get into some more specifics, they had some good insights on like the director, like sometimes when they talk about people on these rewatch podcasts, right there, they'll say, oh, this guy's such a fantastic guy. Great guy. I went to his house one time. You know, he has such a big house. That's a lot of that kind of bullshit versus like, here's someone who this the person who directed this directed eight episodes in this season was instrumental in kind of maintaining the tone that was set in the pilot and like has a huge hand in crafting what the show is and kind of the way they discussed it and talked about it again is kind of like yeah it's it's the type of insights that i would be uh i would be interested in well and also yeah because that uh, base the biggest takeaway and why i liked it even though i was already kind of giving it since I like the show so much, I was ready to like it. But 
they do the thing that I always talk about that I don't like is they do kind of do an episode recap, but they do the most ideal version of that. Cause like you said, they have a few things going on. They have the script so they can bring up points that might be different things that were cut. Or if even sometimes it's just interesting where they're like, that was actually legit all in the script. There was no improv like that speech there. It was word for word nailing it. Um, but then they'll also they'll they're using it for a springboard to either discuss the script or just discuss their own experiences. So they'll discuss a scene and then they'll get into something that is an insight that only someone that worked on the show can have. Don't get me wrong. It's fine when the actors can bring insight into the story and get into that like a regular rewatch podcast would do or like we would do discussing the Sopranos. But it's much better and what I would think that I would want to hear listening to an actor discuss a show is to, yes, trigger memories, uh, discuss what it was like working with some of the people behind the scenes. You know, they talk about going to the Dallas Cowboys stadium and there was like some of the background players or at least one in, in, in particular was a local Texas guy. And first they give a nice insight of how like, the people behind the scenes or the director, whoever they knew like, Hey, you're not going to step on the field until we shoot it. We want to keep that moment fresh. Like that's a cool thing to hear about. And then it doubles over when you have a, a kid who's not necessarily uh, you know, main cast member, he's a background player, but he grew up in Texas. So it really means like a, a, a it's a real thing when he finally gets to step out on the Cowboys field when they're marching out. Yeah. You're playing pretend, but you're 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 playing pretend that you're at a state football championship and you're on the team. So like a lot of cool stuff like that. So it keeps it fresh. It's not just like and then Saracen comes in and says this and then Coach Taylor says this. What do you think he means by that? Well, I think Coach Taylor's coming from a blah, blah, blah. You know, again, that's fine. But I expect more from you actors. Come on, actors. I got higher. I got higher expectations for you. I want to hear some of the insight. And I think this show is delivering on that. Yeah. And I think you're right in that. Like I, I listened to it before I watched the episode um, because that's just how it worked out. So having that recap, having some sense of following it, like I could follow the plot of what was happening fairly well, but it wasn't like, and then this scene happens and these, this is the exact exchange It's more like, Oh yeah, we have this thing happening and this thing, here's the stuff that's actually interesting. Um, yeah. And I could be totally wrong, uh, but they are at least good at making it seem like they care about the discussion. I think they care about the discussion. It's not just like the memories. So many times people on these shows, they care about their own nostalgia but they're not necessarily good at making a show and here mm. i feel like the fact that they're pretty well prepped they're engaged enthusiastic like i i one of my main notes i jotted down was like i know the bar should be higher than that but this makes it one of the better shows we've discussed just the fact that they're That's prepped true. engaged enthusiastic and are bringing those insights as we talked about yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I guess you're right. Like the, the bar is pretty low, but I think even without having the experience we've had where sometimes we have to kind of suffer a little, a little bit through some of these epi uh, podcasts, uh, I think just even in a vacuum, I guess, if you heard it, you'd be like, oh, that's a pretty good podcast. You know, yeah. um, the uh, uh, weirdly enough, Scott Porter, a couple weeks ago, because if anyone knows anything about me, the past like year, I became a big survivor head. Just watch Survivor all the time. I even listen to Survivor podcast, Jacob. I don't know if I told you this, but is, I <laughs> is this how you're able to evade your hunters? Like that you have all of this basically yeah. like yeah. prepping knowledge and how to survive in the wilderness, and you've been able to set up your bunker with this as a basis. Yep, I know how to start fire with a flint. I know how to uh, manipulate people. I know how to lie to them and then vote vote against them and build an alliance. But yeah. anyways, uh, one of the guys who's done survivor a few times and he's kind of a fan favorite he has a, of course he has a survivor podcast um, i don't what so sorry sorry what this is so you're doing overtime as they would call <laughs> yeah. it in this show you're yeah. you're doing this off the clock uh review of this yeah. other podcast okay go on but it also i mean it, it begs the question like because we podcast about the podcast about television we're specifically doing like rewatch shows does something like this count where it's a guy from a reality show but he's watching the current one so it's not like he's re-watching mm. 
I well, mean, it is a ponder on. Yeah, it is something to ponder on. We we uh, fell down a rabbit hole at one stage of checking out all of these reality show yeah. people because the Real Housewives, every single Real Housewife has a real podcast. It seems like <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where, where they watch other seasons of the Real Housewives, and you know, I don't know, Jim. Is this a door we want to open? It's a good yeah. question, but yeah, that's just <laughs> a sidebar. Uh, what I was getting at though is that. This most recent season of Survivor on one of that those episodes, and I guess this ties into what we were just talking about with Mae Whitman and like celebrities. Scott Porter was on it to just discuss an episode of Survivor. And I could you could tell listening to it, he's a super fan and he yeah. really has insight into how to play the game and strategy and stuff like that. And even he had a story about um he was on some other CBS show, but he used that like to parlay into they were filming some sort of promotion for an upcoming season. And he was like, let me do it. I just want to go and talk to the host and stuff like that to the point where he got a they gave him some sort of uh, ticket being like, hey, you ever want to cash this in and be on Survivor? You can do it now. Who knows <laughs> if that's like legit or not? But it's just again, I guess that ties into like. I'm cool with celebrities doing podcasts if they're just talking about something they're 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 about they're not just like stuck in a box where they they have to be the gangster broadcast you know what i mean but mm -hmm. that ties into again i think that helps scott porter i don't know if he's done other podcasts or because of that like he he feels like he has uh at least whether it be experience or just a grasp on how to properly host a show and how to keep it going and yeah, letting the other people maybe have a little bit more fun. He has some fun as well. Gets it back on topic, keeps it moving. Because then you're right. Like it was surprising the way Zach Guilford was like, you know, uh, oh, this episode sucks or I, I hated it. But then I couldn't tell if that was a bit or not because they even bring up like, you know, for someone that didn't like it, you keep talking about all these things you liked. And he's like, it's just too much football. And they also censor their curse words. I guess we didn't mention that either. They don't have the cursing on the show. Do you know what the sound effect is? Because it's some sort of sound effect when they're uh, like, oh, like someone being tackled in a, yeah. in a football game or something. That's what I was going to say. It's got to be just something from one of the episodes of someone getting hit or, or, or yeah, a, like a tackle sound or something like that. Yeah. Um, what were you saying right before then that they know how to do a oh, show? He, I was just saying that. <laughs> yeah, I was just saying he, it, it, whether it be he has experience or he just listens to podcasts or whatever it might be, he kind of knows how to steer a show properly. It felt like where sometimes these other ones, as we mentioned, sometimes they'll have someone running the board that's almost supposed to be that person, but you kind of get the feeling that you know I'm not going to interrupt the actor from the show to try to get us back on track. Uh, so sometimes things get a little meandering. Yes. And with, with that level of skill, one wonders about the genesis of this podcast. Where did it originate from? How did this start up? Now, if you watch it on their YouTube, um, you'll note not once, but twice, there is a podcast one logo involved. So our, our boys are sitting in a studio with podcast one written in big letters behind them. There's also podcast one as a little uh, overlay logo in the top left. And then it says live, what is it? Live X1 in the top right. So Googling this podcast one is another podcast company and it is owned mm -hmm. by live X1. And we've only done some uh, initial digging here to figure out what is actually going on with this particular business but it seems like it's it's another one right it's unaffiliated with the uh, ones we've discussed previously they have the adam carolla show is possibly the biggest one they have on there but they don't have a well i guess there's more here now than i saw before they have a fair few podcasts but it's not as oh sorry this page is auto updating as i scroll down they do have a lot of podcasts but not no. as absurdly many as like iHeartRadio, for example is it like an infinite scroll do they have what we were trying to find out? Is this their only TV rewatch podcast? I can't find any other ones. There's one called the Broadcast Podcast, no relation to the gangster yeah, broadcast. Um, but yeah, I would scroll through again to see if there's any uh, that stick out to me. But no, it's not centered in on this type of show anyway. So hmm. don't know what that tells us exactly. But Podcast One has 75 employees, according to their LinkedIn um, but they have a lot, they've got some weird shows on here. I have to say innovation on the edge with Microsoft edge, which I think is a podcast <laughs> about 
a weekly podcast that explores the cutting edge of internet innovation uh, and pop culture trend. But why, why, why Microsoft Edge? Like the their art is literally like the logo for the web browser. That's what um, I was going to say. Yeah, it, are, is it just a podcast every week? They break down another feature from the Edge browser. I don't know. It's uh, Bitcoin. Okay, so they talk about different stuff, but I don't know why it's. Didn't yeah, maybe it's just a pun, but it's like yeah. it feels weirdly uh, like sponsored by Microsoft or whatever. And yeah. I noticed that with another the Hyundai one. Yeah, I, like, I have to find it here because I was so confused by why does this show exist? Sorry, I got to dig around to find it here. Yeah. No. Well, while you're digging, it there is. Um... It's, I guess it's not quite a TV rewatch podcast, but it's almost, I guess, hey, dude, it's the 90s, but it's Ever After with Jaleel White. Jaleel White is the actor that played uh, Steve Urkel on Family Matters. And yeah. I, apparently he dis- deconstructs child stardom with rare insight and empathy. Now a full-grown parent, producer, actor, and comedian, he looks back fondly on the mid-90s and shares the microphone with a series of fellow child stars to see how their past diverged, although their last episode was in November of 2020. So not, I guess it, it was like, ah, screw this. I'm not doing this anymore. <laughs> yeah, I think a lot of these might not be. Uh, oh, uh, it went going. from um, October 13th, 2020 till November 23rd, 2020. <laughs> 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 it ain't so easy, is it, Jaleel White? Well, he uh, broke it down. He, had, he said what he wanted to say and got out true. of there. That's um, true. So the one I was referencing before was the Hyundai Essential Skill Series, which is the name of one of their podcasts, uh, offering the tools to help navigate the challenges of life's unpredictable journey from dealing with love and relationships to career and personal development to finding your purpose and creating a strategy to win. Now, there's nothing in that description about a car, but the art is just a big fucking Hyundai. So I'm like, I guess this is sponsored by Hyundai because that's... It, yeah. yeah, it's just offering tools to help navigate challenges of life's unpredictable journey. Every episode has the same description, but different art and different title. I um, I don't know. I got pretty stressed out by this car podcast. I'm not going to lie, because there's a bunch of people around it, and they're all connected to this Hyundai. Like they're, it's a it's a conspiracy board, and the Hyundai killed people, and now we're we're connecting all the dots. So much like the Microsoft Edge one, I'm like, where is this funding happening here? Is this just sponsored by Hyundai? What's the story? Yeah. Well, know. and even like in a similar vein, I'm finding one. It's treating thyroid eye disease. Ted treating that. Thi- yeah, it's a podcast series from Horizon Therapeutics for people that have thyroid eye disease. Throughout the series, you'll learn about Tapeza, uh, the first and only FDA approved treatment for thyroid eye disease. And hear from Tapeza patients who live with thyroid eye disease. That's an ad. That's like a medical ad that probably isn't legal in my country, but is legal in the U.S. is what it sounds like. Yeah, I mean, because I don't want to know. I'm sure like if you have thyroid eye disease, you want to find some sort of outlet. But it's bizarre. Uh, I mean, yeah, well, there's only like three episodes, but it's also just bizarre that it's next to you know, Friday night lights more than football. You know, it, it feels like if you're going to have like a medical podcast, it would maybe be on that network and not next. It's actually literally next to related with Amanda and Carly Bri- uh, Bible, whoever those people are, but they don't look like they discuss or have thyroid eye d- disease. Well, the podcast treating thyroid eye disease is <laughs> it actually only has two episodes. The first one's a trailer, Jim. Oh, I got here. So <laughs> <laughs> sorry what the fuck is this show uh so they flipped in the episode two I mean, i'm gonna read the first episode's description first i think okay. um let's see so they they have a real patient who lives with thyroid eye disease interviewing dr eric hap a board certified ophthalmologist specializing in treating ted together they'll talk about thyroid eye disease its signs and symptoms who's at risk blah 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 and then it goes into visit dot. I'm not going to say the URL. Follow this Facebook. Follow this. Like it's just because it really is. Yeah, it's it's to, it's mostly it's just an ad for Tapeza, but it's disguised as an interview show. This feels like it an AI generated like thing that's been put <laughs> together for this. I'm also pretty sure. Okay, so the first episode came out in um the first episode. Oh no, they were both from this year. Okay, I don't know. I said earlier. Yeah, sorry. I mean, yeah. 
Well, because even in the, I guess, I guess you're right. Cause you don't deal with the same stuff that we do as far as ads, because uh, we're used to like a, some sort of medication ad on TV. And then you'll hear like, talk to your doctor. If you uh, have these symptoms, like we, thought, we thought that uh, we all, everyone else thinks that's just fake, a thing, oh, a comedy thing really? that happens. And then when one of us goes to the US and we see an actual TV, we're like, what the fuck? It's the same with the Better Call Saul type ads. The fact that those are real, like lawyers about like chasing ambulances, all of that, like all of that is cartoonish to us. But, well, because yeah. even in this podcast description, they have to have tell your doctor or nurse right away if you have any of these symptoms during or after your treatment. High blood pressure, fast heartbeat, redness of the face, feeling hot, difficulty breathing, headache, muscle pain. Uh, or tell your doctor inflammatory bowel disease. I, or, yeah. I am so <laughs> looking forward to our episode on this because you have to read all of that at the start. You have to give the disclaimer yeah. when we review Treating Thyroid Eye Disease, the podcast. Can you actually play the trailer of that show? Because I note the oh, trailer yeah. was released in 2021 unless they fucked up the timestamps. Like oh, the trailer weird. was released yeah. in 2021 and the show episode one and two came out in 2023. Yeah, in so, April 2023. Let me, yeah, I, I should be able to pull it up. Yeah, it's 26 seconds. Maybe it'll give us some insights into who podcast one are and what they're looking to do here. But, oh, I see. This is, this is a co-production between podcast one and Horizon, Horizon Therapeutics. Uh, gotcha. All right. Okay. Thyroid Eye Disease is a podcast series for people living with thyroid eye disease, also known as TED, who are interested in learning more about options for treatment and management. I mean, is that uh, you, Jacob, as an AI, is this an AI voice, you think? Is this a text-to-speech thing, or is this some, a person? It does sound a bit. Hang on, play some more. Let's see. TED, who are interested in learning more about options for treatment and management of TED. Throughout this series, we'll hear from doctors, experts, and patients who have experience treating TED. We'll explore the signs and symptoms of TED, the importance of doctor and patient conversations, and dive into the ins and outs of treatment. Hmm. I think it could be a robot. I think that could be a robot person. It could be a robot person, but it could also be a real person because, uh, because there's a perverse pleasure that can be taken from like making someone read this absolute garbage like this <laughs> this shit so horizon is a pharmaceutical company um or horizon therapeutics a global biotechnical company driven by a simple idea we believe that science and compassion must work together oh god and they are oh and they have an address here in in dublin that's interesting um but anyway, so this is a co-production between Podcast One and this like pharmaceutical company, I guess. So that it kind of explains it, right? Like this is part of how they they would have been paid for this. This would not have been Podcast oh, One yeah. going. You know what we want to make? This yeah. is like how can we get information out about this specific drug so that we can sell this shit? Uh, and that's how they ended up doing it. So yeah, I guess we're just getting some insights into uh, uh, this as well as Hyundai. I don't know if Hyundai. The Hyundai show has a trailer because I, I'm just trying to figure out with Hyundai. I don't think it has anything to do with cars. It's just called the Hyundai Essential yeah, Skill Series yeah. in the same way that, you know, a sports arena would be the Ericsson Globe in Stockholm, for example. Well, I did find that they have uh, I, I found at least one other rewatch podcast. Uh, oh. Showman's the Glee Recap Edition uh, with Kevin McHale and Jenna Oshkowitz. Um, okay, they are. I, I do know Kevin McHale was on the show. So this could be a show we'll have to listen to soon. Calling all geeks. Join the two, oh, two former Glee stars and best friends. Yeah, take you behind the scenes with all the Glee tea. Although this stopped in August 2020. Uh, it started in, let's see. I love to see when, if they stopped a while ago. I'd love to see when they started. Uh, I guess I'm going back a little. It keeps going back. Uh, maybe they did all the episodes then, because it's they're going. Th- I'm going through 2019 here. All right. Uh, okay. Well, there's March. a lot of Glee episodes though. Yeah, March 2019, and then August 2020. Except the last episode says season two, episode four. So yeah, they didn't get through all of them. No. no. Anyways. Yeah, where's the Hyundai one? Um, so 
LiveX Live is the name of this company that acquired Podcast One, changed its name to Live One. And if you go to liveone.com, you can see their website, which is vaguely kind of media stuff. We do media things. Um, mm. It has still loading here on my screen, but I was looking at it before. Uh, they seem, yeah, they they got. I don't know. They're. It's all. It's all a big wide group. range. I mean, yeah, it's like they have. As you're hearing, I mean, they. I see. I recognize some different stand-up comedian podcasts. There's like uh, Jay Moore's podcast is on here. We already mentioned Adam Carolla, uh, the fighter and the kid. I know is a. I, I don't listen to it, but I've I've heard of it before. But then, yeah, then it's mixed in. I guess it's kind of quite a racket because some of these other ones were like, how do they make money? I kind of mm. can't blame them if they're just getting uh, getting some shekels here and there for uh, you know making a show that lasts five episodes, but like it's a, a weird branded ad if it keeps the lights on. They also have a premium apparently where you pay like nine dollars a month uh, to get I don't know if it's like exclusive or access to archives on some shows or how it works because uh, I shan't be subscribing. Yeah, according to companies at the time of the acquisition, Podcast One recorded a gross revenue of $27 million in 2019. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's great. And they'll consolidate their teams to bring it to a combined headcount of over 120 full-time employees. Well, so, what's interesting to kind of tie it back, though, because this is what we get into, like, kind of the business acumen or where the show's coming from, because they have all these shows... But then they also have merch, and I'm like, oh, fuck, they must have a ton of merch. But I feel like the merch, they, the only merch they have is for Baby Mama's No Drama. Where's uh, the merch? Uh, they don't have a website exactly, so where's the merch? Shop.podcast1.com. Uh-huh. Although maybe they also have Fred Minnick has a has some, the Fred Minnick show has merch, maybe. So you're saying for a different podcast, they but not for Friday Night yeah. Lights? Yeah, because I'm on Friday Night Lights page on the podcast one page, and then there's a merch mm. thing at the, at the top, because I was like, oh, okay, let's see what kind of Friday Night Lights merch they have. But no, just podcast one in general, they either have true crime merch, which is its own section, apparently, um, and then they have Baby Mama No Drama. But what is this show about? Swarm, sworn Enemies to Your Fave Mama. And stepmom, a co-parenting duo. So, are they from a TV show? Apparently, uh, I think they're just saying that they're a mother and a stepmother. I didn't hear anything TV related there. Well, but it's but your favorite mama and stepmom, a co-parenting duo. Why, why would we know them? There's nothing we, off limits with through their podcasts. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, because they talk yeah. about motherhood, co-parenting, reality TV, mental health, and sex. Yeah. As they should. Uh, they have 200,000 followers on Instagram. And don't miss out on Down in the DMs at the end of each episode where the girls read people's best-kept family secrets, embarrassing stories, shocking DNA revelations. Shocking <laughs> DNA revelations, <laughs> so indeed. Wow. I mean, see, we're we're just at the tip of the iceberg here. Like, the thing is, we've been finding, we, as we discuss more of these shows, <clears throat> we're getting more into the machine behind it. And, I mean, that's why we're on the run and you're presumed dead and I'm talking to an AI, but it's because it's not just, we thought it was just the actors and it is, they're not innocent here. They're complicit. It's this machine out there where like who wants, you want to buy a true crime hoodie or sweat sweater that says it was the husband on it. Isn't that a little weird? (laughs) There's a shirt. It just says it was the husband. I guess that's, you know, a true crime joke because the husband kills the wife. Yeah, I mean that that's weird for different reasons, but I would say more it's like we're the we're the punk rock band, right? We've been at yeah. this for a long time. We've been playing in garages. Nobody shows up, you know. <laughs> <laughs> like and so of course we're going to be bitter. Um when there's an act when we realize there's a whole entertainment complex that there are people filling specific functions with the, within a corporate machinery that is grinding out these shows with all of these producers, all of these people whose full-time job, 120 of them is to to make this stuff happen. Um because we we're just the scrappy folks who you know, we have our focus right scarlet eye to eye or whatever and uh, you know we take it on the run in a bunker because we're being hunted for you know 
speaking the truth on the internet and exposing uh, these corporations for what they do. And so, of course, we're going to be a little bit bitter about uh, the death bots that are hunting us. Absolutely. Um, So, I mean, you could also get a lock your damn door candle if you want. This is more true crime stuff. Because I assume, yeah, if you don't, you'll be murdered. But even not listening to that specific true crime one, those are good because that could be like a... I could see how someone would like that, even if they didn't like the show. You know, like your piss yeah. shirt from Jim and them, which is the name of the band Kiss in the, that font. But instead, it says piss. <laughs> Everyone gets that. It's a yeah. good shirt. You know, that's true. Uh, okay, so let's go back to the the criteria here. So, um, I think as we kind of covered, I feel like the stories and the way they discuss the episode is like an ideal version of that. If you're going to do the the scene by scene they're they're doing it properly i guess i get a little bit of well no it's not as unhinged as um fake doctors real friends uh because they they do stay pretty well on topic they have some side jokes here and there but they're not talking about cum buckets and they didn't interview a single wiccan so they're more (laughs) on track than than our boys Although I will say, actually, as we're going over this, this is another podcast, and we're kind of dating ourselves depending on when this comes out. This is another podcast. They are putting out new episodes right now, but they're not talking about Friday Night Lights. They have like three or four episodes because of the strike. They stand in solidarity. Mae Whitman has it on her uh, socials and stuff. So they're just kind of BSing about random stuff. Uh, I mean, the strike, I think, is part of it. And keeping it on on uh uh solidarity whereas the how rude tanneritos yes how going rude strong tanneritos even though jody sweeten has um her strike pictures all over her social media like they don't even bring it up weirdly enough because i i'd be fine with it if it i i assume the reason why is because i think i've read i've read up on it a bit where the the unions have said if you have existing contracts it's okay to honor those contracts and as we discussed mm. about tanneritos they um they were sponsored by a car as well yeah they have like real ads it's not just kind of like live reads of you know uh live reads of like ball shavers and stuff it's like yeah a hyundai ad and it feels like iheart is iHeart's almost the ultimate villain because I, I've looked at, I think it's mostly their shows that I've kept going. If you're part of a different company, I think they've let you just do a discussion or re-release old episodes. Like They haven't held you over the fire and be like, no, you're going to talk about Full House. I don't care if it struck work. Like You're going to do it. Hang on a minute, Jim. This was, you're right. This was also Hyundai. Their big thing when they were going to san francisco to look at the house in how rude teneritos there that is also a hyundai ad is hyundai yeah. just spending their entire ad budget on podcasters and why aren't we getting any of that no exactly i mean maybe we're speaking too much truth we got to speak less truth so we can get that sweet uh hyundai money i think we're uh, doing excellent this time around because we mostly have positive things to say about this podcast so uh maybe we're turning a corner maybe we're just going to be incredibly positive from here on out um and, uh, think, well, not, not this isn't a ding on them because clearly they don't they don't do the web design but web design is one of our uh criteria i was just scrolling through the podcast one like shows and mm-hmm. i like in the list of shows i did it like alphabetical so i could find it's not only football and when i click on that link it brings me to a the, the page but it's uh only has the first episode a sneak peek of the first episode it doesn't have any other episodes clearly a very out of date link. If I Google it and then go to the podcast one page, it has all the episodes. So someone slack it on the back end. Yeah, for sure. But uh, another criteria we didn't get into is running bits, fan engagement and yes. running bits. And they clearly have some, they have names yeah. for them. Um, so at the start, they had some sort of, hey, do you have a beyond the football? Is what they were saying, like some sort mm-hmm. of beyond the football bit, which I guess is 
just something they liked about the show. I was a little unclear on on what's or actually no, I think maybe the beyond stuff were tangents. So briefly on the show, uh, like on Friday Night Lights, there's a thing about aphrodisiacs, and then they get into like, wait, are aphrodisiacs is that like a real thing? If you eat chocolate, do you get horny or whatever? And they call that going beyond the football because they're kind of going off on the tangent. So that's a bit. Yeah, and they also kind of, that you're right though. At the beginning, they also do like and it's not only football where uh they mention like the themes like what the show's getting at besides football and i only know that because i listened to another episode and they they did it again i was like okay now i get what they're getting but you're right if they go on a tangent they also call it that and then they have under review which i think was when they were going to the script like they were or if they were just maybe going deeper into a scene or something like that or a line because yeah, under review was one, and that's like in sports when you look at the videotape, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Bar or something. And then uh, what was it? Was it over? Is it overtime when they go at the end? Yes. Uh, because yeah, they go was, overtime, which was great because there was some great insight because the famous storyline and it was blamed on the writers' strike, uh, the the other writers' strike in the late two thousands, there like two thousand eight or whatever it was is uh how friday night lights almost jumped the shark because they had this murder storyline they had a yes storyline where landry kills a guy with with tyra and they have to like stash the body and go through this whole rigmarole um and there's been uh theories about whatever that the network pushed it on them they needed more action they needed something more spicy to bring in the viewers or something and, or maybe the writer strike forced them to do something like uh, drastic to before they like to finish up the season before they went on strike, whatever it is. But this is proven that no, it was in the season one finale. They had it was slightly different. They had Tyra kill a guy with Lila instead, um, which I don't. I've never heard that before. And I usually, I usually, I mean, I read up on the shows I like. Uh, like little factoids and stuff like that. I never heard that before. So it was kind of interesting to hear. And it was a weird way to like also kind of throw the writers on the bus uh, under the bus because it's like, oh, no, you don't you can't have an excuse uh, for this bad storyline. You you wanted to do it. You you had to take it out for time because they bring it up in the other episode I heard as well. It was they shot it for the finale. They cut it for time. Zach Guilford uh, says that he kept telling them this is a horrible idea. Yes, I, that was my favorite part about all of this is that Zach's yeah. like, I read this in the script and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, this is terrible. And like, that's the vibe as well when they're talking about, you know, because they do say at one stage, like, yeah, that speech, it was completely word for word. And as mm -hmm. someone who's like a writer first kind of thinker when it comes to how to make television, I'm like, well, yeah, you have to respect what the writer put on the thing. <laughs> but like, it's clear that they, there's an element of improvisation, not just in uh, like, not just in the comedic parts of this, but in like, there's act they're actually taking stuff in through the making of the show, like whatever can enhance yeah. it from the directors, the actors. I'm sure some of the Coach Taylor speeches based on what they were saying here are kind of more, uh, not off the cuff, but like the added elements. So that it kind of reset my perspective a bit because yeah, that does sound like a terrible thing. And also like they read the actual script and I'm like, just sounds like you can tell it's bad. <laughs> like on the yeah. on yeah. the paper, it's like, let's throw in a murder in the last minute of this uh, season finale just because to get people back for next season. <laughs> yeah, especially because it's like the, the, the quality of the show is that it feels like a realistic small town and it, you know, you're dealing with real people and real issues. And I guess, yeah, sometimes people murder people, but it just feel, feels so out of place. Um, and it, it's hilarious, but it is got, yeah, it's fun that they, they give a lot of respect to the writers, but then they can also be like, this sucks. Are you kidding me? Uh, and then they bring it, it's something they had to cut and then they, they liked it so much. They brought it back in season two, but also going back to like the improv stuff, it's it's interesting to hear that as well because it feels like it would be very natural on a show like this because it's when you watch it it's shot handheld almost like documentary style so i assume sometimes they will just like let the cameras go and just try to try to like capture moments and uh uh scott porter brings up a line here uh, at the end of the episode where um he brings it full circle where coach taylor like thanks him uh you know for helping or whatever it is and then like he gives throws it back at him and it's like a 
call back to something from the pilot or whatever. So, you know, again, nice insight that we get from the actors that, and also maybe patting himself on the back a little bit, like, oh, I had a great improv line. They kept it in and it's iconic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And as for additional criteria to, to compare, uh, we've touched on a lot of it. Um, they don't really have a theme song, do they? It just kind of starts. It's like the show, they do, but they, they like, I was surprised they kind of just use the show's theme song. I don't know if they're just using that and like daring someone to give them a cease and desist or they just assume no one cares or maybe they did the proper approval or whatever. I mean, I assume if you're for a company, they did some sort of proper approval, um, but it only it plays like faintly for a second. Then they like yeah. immediately get into it. Merch could do better. Um, ad readability. Now, the ads are actually I don't know if you'd noticed this, but the ads are let's say hard coded into the episode. So uh, it's not, I don't think it's not like inserted after the fact, at least that's what it seemed like to me because I was getting these ads for American things that have no relevance for me, uh, uh, apartments.com progressive insurance, and they're read by the people on the show. So it's, it didn't seem to be drag and dropped into the file after the fact. Um, but that could just be, Hey, we, we do things differently here at podcast one. We, they might, I mean, iHeartRadio is a massive corporation. They have, uh, more infrastructure, I think, to set that sort of thing up, uh, potentially, or maybe it's just, maybe I'm completely wrong, but yeah, I got to hear the ads and often if they're us centered ads, they just won't appear or I'll get some weird Irish thing instead. Yeah, yeah, because I, I, I don't even re- really remember which ads. Usually I would make notes of them. But yeah, it did. I, I think it does help if they're the hosts are reading them. But yeah, I guess you, the downside on the corporate side is they don't have a weird algorithm that can... Because yeah, when I'm listening to an iHeart podcast, they're talking about like a grocery store down the street for me. And I'm like, oh, I don't think they know about the... Or the car dealership up the street. So it is amazing what they could do by just spying on you and being like, oh, you're driving by this place. Don't you want to go to Target on Decatur? (laughs) You can't let them gather that data. You're on the run, Jim. Um, (laughs) But but it is interesting. Yeah, because I if I get mostly I would get uh, ads for other podcasts because Mm -hmm. probably no one is paying them right now for that level of granular like advertisement in my area. So they'll just keep trying to build the engagement or whatever. Or maybe there will be an ad. But yeah, I don't get anything that's that specific. Or I will get something that's, yeah, like very Irish interspersed in there. And I'm like, well... That was a completely separate experience as opposed to hearing, you know, Zach himself talk about apartments.com. And I guess them not having merch or the actually that not a lot of shows having merch. Does it, I guess, does that give us a hint that maybe merch isn't as lucrative as we would expect? I guess it depends on your level uh, because some shows will be, and I assume maybe it's because the host rather than getting, paid part of their payment is like we'll we'll develop merch and you get a piece of that but it feels like podcast ones like we don't care about merch we want a hyundai show we want a thyroid eye disease show that's where the money is just getting a secret sponsored show and pretending it's a podcast yeah possibly but given the level of enthusiasm from these hosts uh as i said i was wondering about the genesis did someone from podcast one reach out to them like is is there someone who just randomly had a connection or maybe scott as you said has been on other podcasts and seems to know a little bit about it uh who knows how we may never know how things came to be unless we go back and listen to the first episode where they might talk about it but uh we may never know how it came to be (laughs) <laughs> but it's interesting how, yeah, I don't know how, if they're not they're not selling merch, they are reading ads, so presumably they're cutting a paycheck for this. So, fair mm-hmm. enough. Um, the name of the podcast. What do you think? Yeah, what is it? I'm, I'm spacing on the name as we speak. It's, what, it's, it's called It's Not, not only, only Football, football. Yeah. which is decent, but I think... I've like jumbled it in my head as well. Like the way you just said, like more than just football or foot, like yeah. something, something football. Uh, but I do like that the cover art, which we also have to review is just like, it says it's about, uh, it's, it's only football. Hang on. Am I right about this? Is that the name of the show? No, you're right. It's, it's not only football, but it's the, the title has it's only football, but then it's like someone with a marker put in a little yeah. carrot and then wrote not. So it's like, Yes. And yeah, then they have a picture of, you know, Jason Street 
and uh, Saracen in their gear with Coach Taylor, but then they taped a pic, uh, 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 Bay Whitman's face over Coach Taylor. So it's, you know, it's got that fun DIY, like, hey, we're just like you uh, artwork going on there. Not flappy. I, yeah, I like the, the taping Mae Whitman's head in because it kind of brings front and center this question of like, wait, what is Mae Whitman doing here? <laughs> why is this Why is this a thing? And she's kind of looks looks a bit like shit in her photo. Like, it's not a great photo of her. So it's just kind of like, hey, I'm here too, guys. And like, in a, in a fun sort of way. So art's pretty good. Uh, title's fine, I think. But it could... Yeah, I don't know. It's yeah. it's called it's not only football Friday night lights and beyond. Bit of a mouthful, yeah. said the host of yeah. the podcast about the podcast about television. <laughs> yeah. We know a thing or two about shows that get lost in SEO by asking <laughs> Yeah, just name it. Just put the word show in there as many times as you can. So shows what you know, the show about the shows about the shows. <laughs> but also I feel like cause that was a thing where as we're like looking to find episodes. Friday Night Lights was just a show we had listed as, as like, oh, do they have a rewatch podcast? And initially, I think when we first looked, we didn't find this. Mm-hmm. So it is like, I guess the title could be better because I feel like initially it was like a weird surprise later where I was like, oh, shit, there is one. And it has people from the show on it. We got to add that to the list. Yeah. Because yeah. initially yeah. Oh, yeah. there's another one that has Riggins's brother. They were side characters. The brother and his girlfriend slash wife from the show have one as well. I forget the name on that because we had that on the list initially. Uh, but then we we're like, oh, this has got better stars. We got to go with this one. Yeah, I was just dipping into some uh, reviews, but we I don't think we need to dig any deeper there. We've made up our mind. This is clearly the, the top show of the season so far with the two yeah. full house podcasts trailing behind. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, we got uh so we have yeah, it's not only football, Friday Night Lights and Beyond is number one, and then what full house rewind number two, and then how rude Tana Rito's number three. Yep. That's now it. my my fiance, who's a big full house fan, she's full on team how rude Tanaritos. Mm. So that's because yeah. women. And we're boys, so we're like, we like the one with the men because the patriarchy. <laughs> she did possible. hint at that when she was telling me, when I was trying to say, like, you don't understand how rude Tanarito's is a cash grab. You don't get it. There's no passion there. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. And so what are we having her on the show? Like, how are we resolving this, Jim? We might have to. I've listened to, like, three more episodes of Tanarito's. <laughs> okay, and what, what do you think? Because you're... Have you, has your opinion changed? Because I didn't listen to their, you know, we only listened to their, like, welcome to the show episode, not their breakdown of episode one. So how do you rate it? You know what really bugged me is because um, when the we women. talked about <laughs> when we talked about Full House Rewind, we did watch the pilot and we discussed it a little bit. And I remember talking about how I loved the joke where uh, Uncle Jesse, John Stamos, when when little baby michelle's crying and he looks in the crib and he goes shut up like i thought that was a really legit funny joke they were not happy with that joke (laughs) they did they specifically called it out they thought it was too much it was going too far and i was like but that's the joke like that's why it's funny because but i I, you know what i gotta do i gotta explain this um they but they do that a lot they do a lot of like so what these guys are just like the sitcom portion of the show they talk about it as if like that's not the we're point. supporting what they're doing to <laughs> like to raise children the, the comedy is not okay well you know if there's one thing i know it's that you know men have better senses of humor and your fiance's wrong i know that's the implication i'm not trying to imply yeah. that but it's coming out that way but she does enjoy i guess the tea if you will even though they're not really spilling tea but yeah it's interesting did she talk to you about purchasing a Hyundai recently? Because I hear there's a lot of Hyundai products. You know I, I, I have a Hyundai. So uh, you're fine fucking that. logging off this call right now because you're the enemy, Jim. You fucking you can't how can you travel from undisclosed location to undisclosed location in a Hyundai, which is practically owned by Very these true. people? Practically owned. Like this is how they know what grocery store to give you ads for, man. You're driving there every day. It's like 
is Hyundai pushing me towards these podcasts? Or are these podcasts pushing me towards Hyundai? Or are they both just pushing me in this same direction? Well, yeah, that's you what, driving the car or is yeah. the car driving you, Jim? That's the weave. That's the tangled web we're trying to unweave. Um, yeah. So anyways, yeah. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, what, what are your, where are you at? Where, where are you at? Where are you at with these shows? Do you think it's not only football is the number one so far? Or do you think how rude Tanneritos could be number one? Let us yeah. know. Please rate and review. Please tell a friend. Because, again, our SEO is trash and we don't know how to fix it. <laughs> yeah this is how we actually need a dedicated team to to fix those parts yeah. of it to be fair and uh, yeah do you think jim should get a beat up nissan micro like me uh to be fucking off grid they <laughs> let us know in a review uh so yeah shows what you know.com shows what you know on twitter and i guess on that uh stop generating jacob beep boop 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 boop